Yes and is a mantra that can be applied to every aspect of your life. These two words are ground zero for all creativity. These two words will help you shut down fear. These two words can change your life if you'll let them. Yes, I'm serious. And this podcast is on a mission to show you how. I'm Judy Holler, the host of Yes And. If Dr. Dre and Amy Poehler had a baby, um, that would basically be me. Listen, if you're looking for a no BS approach to life, business, and your mental health, then you are in the right place. So welcome to Yes And, where we smash comfort zones and navigate the unscripted stage of everyday life together. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 45. Fear Boss, hi, how are you? I have missed you. And Wednesdays are legit my new favorite day because we get to share this brave space together. We get a few minutes together to say yes and to ourselves, to learn new things and to build some confidence, which by the way, is how you live a world-class life. Doesn't that sound good? You show up, you invest in yourself, your mind and your mental wellness. So yes, I'm a podcast. But I'm also a consumer of podcasts. I mean, I listen to podcasts when I get ready, when I go on long walks, when I run errands or go on long drives. Anybody else? You might be running errands or on one of those long drives right now. I know that I get to walk alongside so many of you and I feel so honored for that. And, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I listen to podcasts to just simply get entertained. Anybody else a true crime junkie? I love true crime podcasts. I really shouldn't listen to them because they scare me, but I love them. And, and sometimes, sometimes I listen to learn and I really consider some of the podcasters I listen to, most of whom I've never met, by the way, my coaches, my mentors from afar and my therapists and best part, it doesn't cost me a freaking dime. So this is a job I consider a freaking honor. I am so proud to be here on the Fear Boss Airwaves with you. So I wanted to tell you that I am so damn glad you are here. Have I told you that lately? (laughs) And if you've left a review for this podcast, can I please just jump through your AirPods or your radio in your car and give you a big old juicy fear boss socially distanced I don't know what can we do elbow pump right now but seriously dude it means so much to me because every review you leave for this podcast matters so much so I thank you thank you thank you keep sharing this with your friends I love meeting so many of you on Instagram when you tag me on the episodes that you love and let me know that you're listening and I also love hearing about you Loving the new show vibe, the new show name, the new show videos, the new show swagger. So keep them coming. I am listening. And while we're on this subject, let's shout out this week's Fear Boss of the Week, shall we? Maybe, maybe it's going to be you. You ready? Okay. This week, I'm shouting out Miss Ajavon, A-J-A-V-O-N. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but she writes subject line, motivation at its finest. And she gives me some badass emojis. She says, I don't know how I made it without this podcast. Judy, in the short period of time I've been listening 
I have been motivated tremendously. Your energy is contagious and your tips on how to be a bomb-ass fear boss are great. Every day I find myself taking things one step at a time and regardless of how small they seem, I make sure to thank and congratulate myself. Oh my God, I, Miss Ajavon, Ajavon, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but Miss A-J-A-V-O-N, thank you for being a fear boss. Thank you for your beautiful review and thank you for listening. Make sure you send me a DM on Instagram with your best mailing address or email me at hello at judyholler.com so we can get your swag bag out in the mail to you ASAP. And if you wanna be our next fear boss of the week, all you gotta do is leave a review on iTunes, yo, it is that easy. Okay, Fear Boss, now, before I go one step further with this episode, and trust me, this episode is gonna be juicy AF, you gotta know about the brand new Vibe and Thrive Planner, plus the four-week live Vibe and Thrive Mastermind that I'm gonna be running in conjunction to the planner's launch. So don't worry, I'm gonna fill you in on all the things. So the planner, mark your calendars, drops on December 1st, 2020. And you can find out all the things by going right into the show notes. All the links are there, or you can jump onto my website anytime at judyholler.com forward slash Vibe and thrive, but the Vibe and Thrive Planner is going to change the game for you. So many of you come to the Fear Boss community and to this podcast and to my books because you want to get braver, you want to smash comfort zones, and you really want more freedom in your life, and that is freaking amazing, but... But what you find out you really need is confidence and focus and energy and stamina and the high performance habits that are going to get you brave and keep you brave. So this planner, the Vibe and Thrive Planner, is the manifestation of a dream I've had for a long, long time to share the high performance habits that allow me to achieve at world-class levels which is me thriving while still having fun along the way, which is me vibing. And listen, if there is one thing that has changed my life the most over the last five years, it is hands down 100% goal-focused planning. By working in 90-day windows with small daily actions, I have been able to transform my life, my business, and my freaking bank account. So my intention in creating this planner for you is to show you how I do it, to take you behind the scenes on the daily habits that keep me moving forward, which is what it's all freaking about. Because if there's one thing I've learned while writing my book, Fear is My Homeboy, it's this, that action, action, is always the antidote to fear. So the planner, the Vibe and Thrive Planner, is the tool. And the mastermind is like the masterclass where I teach you all of my secrets and how I make shit happen year after year after year. And yes, yes, even in the middle of a freaking global pandemic. So again, the planner drops on December 1st and pre-orders are open now. There is a link in my bio to secure your copy. Trust me, the first round will sell out. And as for the Vibe and Thrive Mastermind, it's going to be a live class taught by yours truly for four weeks. We're going to start the week between Christmas and New Year's for four weeks on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. It comes with a private Facebook group so you can build a community, learn tips from other fear bosses who are vibing and thriving 
and you can watch some of these classes on demand if you miss the live broadcast. So again, registration will open for the mastermind the same day the planner launches. December 1st is the date, but pre-orders for the planner are available right now on my website. Again, at judyholler.com forward slash vibe and thrive, or simply click the link in the show notes. Okay, let's talk about the fucking pivot. Let's just talk about it. Okay, so if you've been listening for a while or following along on my Instagram, you know that my vibe is always to try and keep it upbeat, right? To be a light, to spread more joy than fear. And listen, there are plenty of people out there piling on, spreading more bullshit, adding to the fear-based conversation, posting stuff on Instagram that is negative and makes you stop your scroll in like a bad way. I mean, yo, I don't know about you, but I have muted like a hundred people lately. And every Friday, by the way, tip, I unfollow accounts that no longer bring me joy. I call it unfollow Friday. I borrowed that from the amazing Mel Robbins, but I really do this to keep my inputs clean because you understand this, right? The quality of your inputs what you read, what you listen to, what you consume determines the quality of your outputs, which is your life, your energy, your relationships, and your bank account. So in other words, your ability to vibe directly affects your ability to thrive. Boom. Listen, if I had a mic in my hand right now, I'd drop it. Well, I'm not going to drop this one. It's a little too expensive. And then I wouldn't be able to podcast and that would be good for no one. But I'm going to say that again because it's so juicy. And if you are near a post-it note in a black Sharpie, write this down, put it on your laptop. Your ability to vibe, to manage your energy directly affects your ability to thrive in this life personally and professionally. And that fear boss is the stone cold truth. That said, it's not all roses and daisies over here at Holla Productions. My entire business has been rebuilt. Up until March, I only had two revenue streams in my business, me as a keynote speaker and my book and the royalties from its sales. That's it. Now, fear boss, now we have 10 revenue streams in the business. Yes, 10. It's insane. And it's also really exciting because I'm now doing things I've dreamed of doing, but I never had the time to do that. That said, I haven't spoken on a real stage since March and my entire life's work has been built off of keynote speaking at huge conferences. Think thousands of people in big convention centers. And the live events business is my livelihood. And even before I started my biz, which will be, by the way, five years old in July, 2021, I was in the hotel business and I worked in sales and marketing. I opened hotels. I did regional sales. I booked citywide conventions into hotels and destinations that I represented. So my life's work on so many levels is 
all about meetings and events and conferences and travel, all of it. And my husband, you may not know this, he's also in the convention industry, the conference business. And so we're like 90% of my best and most dearest friends. And every single day, every single day, I watch it get wrecked. I watch another friend get furloughed, laid off or let go, including my husband, by the way, who was furloughed in September. I watch iconic hotels tells clothes, legendary companies close. I have friends who can't pay their mortgages or feed their families some weeks. And there have even been suicides in our industry. There is loss on so many levels. We are in trauma. Yes, we are all in trauma. But this industry, the convention and meetings industry that I love so dearly is most certainly in trauma. Shit, I'm in trauma. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. I feel scared. I feel anxious. I feel worried. I feel overwhelmed. And, and at the same time, I feel hopeful and ready and prepared and so damn grateful that I've not only been able to survive, but thrive throughout all of this. So, how have I done it? What am I doing? Where are we going? And how am I staying sane throughout all of this trauma? So today I want to share some of my story. I want to share specifically four things, four ideas, four mindset shifts that I'm using and leaning into to keep me sane, but to also keep my business thriving amidst all the trauma. And I hope that you can pull some hope from it. I hope that you can pull some inspiration from it. And maybe some of the ideas I share today will fire up something inside of you if you find that you are feeling a little lost yourself right now. So first things first, and we got to start here because it always starts here, right? This is the Yes And Show. We have to begin with the improv mindset. Yo, if this, if this pandemic has taught me anything, it is that you literally never have a script. I have been saying this for years. Life is improv. When was the last time you woke up with a script? Now you may, I have some show notes in front of me so I can stay on track. Um, I, I have a to-do list. I have some goals. I have some plans. I have some shit I want to get done. But at the end of the day, none of us have a script. And I think this pandemic, I know this pandemic has reminded everyone that we are never in control ever. Life is improv. In improv, we have no script and neither do you. And in improv, we also use our training to move forward anyway, despite the discomfort with confidence and courage and swagger, because at the end of the day, that's what matters the most, especially in times of extreme trauma or disruption or fear or anxiety, momentum. That's what matters the most. So in the improv theater, our training Words like yes and are designed to keep us moving forward on stage without a script because it's all about action. It's all about moving. It's all about that forward momentum. So there are a few improv ideas specifically that have like saved my life over the last nine to 10 months. And they most certainly saved my business. And we've got to start with yes and, yes and, duh. These two words are not only a mindset, they are a vibe and a shift, a physical shift. They are also 
curiosity. Yes and allows you to say, okay, okay, yeah, this is happening to me right now. And and here's what I'm going to do with it versus the yes, but mindset, which says, yes, this is happening to me right now, but here are a million excuses on why this sucks, why it'll never work, or why I'm not ready enough, strong enough, brave enough, insert whatever enough. Yes, and is all about forward momentum, which is fucking magical, and what you need to focus on when you're in trauma and when you're in deep change. So you can use the yes and mindset to stay in forward motion despite your discomfort. The other idea that is a game changer is this idea of the plot twist. And this is big in the improv theater because it's all about the plot twist. And in improv, we live for the plot twist because that's where all the good shit happens. And I even wrote about this in my book, Fierce My Homeboy, and I'm going to read a little bit to you. Uh, I talk about the plot twist on page 30. All right. I write this. It's titled, You Are an Improviser. Let me bust out the holla dictionary for you. I define improv as two or more people collaborating in environments of uncertainty with the common goal of creating a solution. I bet you're doing these things every day. At work, you're creating solutions for your clients at home. Even getting your kids out the door with pants on is a massive accomplishment. And you're negotiating with your significant other and coworkers constantly. You are compromising and collaborating all the time with no script. You, my friend, are an improviser. The improv mindset is one of discovery, and it can help you stay focused. Using this perspective, you stay curious and in forward motion. In improv, it's not about the best thing. It's about the next thing. Momentum is everything and contribution is king. So if you're speaking up in meetings or teaching your team new things, that is freaking improv. Additionally, and here's the magic. Improvisers are able to quickly switch their lens and see circumstances in different ways. Improvisers don't see obstacles. We see opportunities. We see plot twists. Improvisers don't see change as an interruption, but as an exciting introduction to what's coming next. This mindset could empower you when you see change and disruption, hello, all of 2020, as an exciting plot twist rather than something scary and unknown, you step into your power and open the door to staying relevant because you have faith that change is fuel and not something to fear. Yo, fear can never stand. With faith, when you trust yourself, when you love yourself, when you bet on yourself, you become unstoppable. Okay, number two, let's talk about the bus test. Have I told you this story? I don't know if I've ever told you the story. So last year, Amanda and I, we attended Rise Business in, in Charleston. Uh, it's Rachel Hollis's business conference. And one of the things she said from the stage was this. She said, she looked at everybody all like, I don't know, 5,000 of us. And she says, okay, do you right now, do you pass the bus test? And uh, she went on to say, like everybody kind of looks around and we're like, what? And she goes on to say, she goes, okay, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, would your business still exist? And Amanda and I like immediately looked at each other and we were like, holy shit. Uh, no, it, it really, it wouldn't. I mean, 
I'd be okay, but book royalties are not something you want to count on as your solo means of income because you also have to stock and order and ship and warehouse all your books, which is super costly. So yes, making royalties each quarter is awesome, but you're also spending money every quarter to keep your books moving forward, right? So unless you're self-publishing on Amazon, of course, and you have no inventory, you know, you just don't want to bet your bottom dollar and your bank account on book royalties. It's a nice to have, but it shouldn't be the, the foundation of your business. So the bus test question really fired us up last year. And this was five months before COVID hit. I mean, we were really having last year, early last year, serious conversations about how how to how to protect the business, how to scale, and how to get me off the road. I, I don't think what a lot of people realize, I was living on the road. I was traveling anywhere 10 days a month on a slow month to 20 days a month. And think of that. There's That's like 10, 11 days at home. I was constantly in a hotel room, in an Uber, on a plane, and, and traveling throughout the United States. So we were really we were really trying to improve the quality of my life, protect the business, and, and we were thinking hard about scaling. And I love speaking, but, it, but it's hard and it's lonely. There's a lot of risk. Uh, when you're a female traveling by yourself, it, you know, you, you don't get sick days, by the way. If you get a, if you get the flu, you are getting on that stage with the flu. You miss things. I mean, I don't think a lot of people know, but I mean, Scott's mom passed away and I missed the funeral uh, because I would have had to refund a client $20,000 in order to be at that live event. And so we made the decision as a family for me to do the event. And and those are hard, uh, weird uh, fucked up decisions to have to make. And, and I, I had been thinking long and hard about, is it time to reinvent the way we do things and to diversify the, the business a little bit more so that I can make decisions and, and not have to have regret or fear around some of those decisions because I worry I won't be able to pay the bills if I don't attend the event or if, uh, disaster happens. Like if I have to uh, back out of something because of a family tragedy, you know, I don't want that decision to wreck anything or to be the decision I have to make between paying someone on my team or like funding an event. So we were talking long and hard about what we were going to do and uh, really looking at ways to get me off the road so much while still growing a seven figure business. So I'll go back to the beginning. Before March of 2020, I had two revenue streams and now we have 10. But that did not come out of nowhere. We had been talking and thinking about and planning for the pivot uh, for a while. We've also been listening to you, to the community, to what you want, to what you need, to what you've been asking for. And this is big. Anything. And listen good, if you run a business, if you're wanting to scale your business, if you are wanting to diversify your business, this is big. Anything we create or do in the business is a direct reflection of what we hear you say you want 
Either it's in the comments on our social media, in my DMs, when you come up and talk to me after my talks, and in our emails. So we have had some things in motion for a while. And even though we were forced to move a little bit faster than we wanted to, we did all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to walk you through the eight big things we've done in the last eight months. If you really think about it, it's almost like a thing a month. Now, some of these were in the cooker. We just now had the time because I was all the road. So the bandwidth opened up for me to advance some of these uh, faster than I would have been able to. So we did things like, of course, launch this podcast. It came out as the Fear Boss Show on January, I believe it was January 4th of this year. So it was a little before uh, the, the pandemic. But my goodness, what if I had continued to stall? I had been wanting to do a podcast for years, but I kept making excuses of why I wasn't good enough or why I wasn't ready or why it was too crowded and too noisy and, you know, all the imposter syndrome shit. So uh, it's been incredible to watch this podcast grow to bring on a partner like Soulfire to help us expand our reach and really level up the podcast. And we're looking at opportunities to monetize the show, which is incredible. So there's a revenue stream. Um, we even explored number two, self-publishing. So my workbook came out on Amazon in May and it's self-published, which is more profitable than traditional publishing. And it allows you more control. And we're even in the, the process of pulling my audiobook away from my publisher and self publishing that to Audible. That should be done momentarily. So if you haven't seen my audiobook for a while, that's why it should be up. By the time you're hearing this, this podcast episode, it should be back up on Audible. But again, it allows us more profit. And these are things we've been able to do because now we have the bandwidth. So we really took a good look at self-publishing and looked at some hybrid publishers and some more non-traditional pub publishing avenues that would uh, make us more profitable and allow us more flexibility and allow us to come to market faster with the products we're creating for you. Number three, I offered up some coaching. I took on private clients for the first time ever. I have never had the bandwidth to work with uh, fear bosses individually because I was never home. So there was no way to do it. And I've always wanted to try it. And I did that this year. I took on some private clients and that has been a new revenue stream, but it's also been so, so rewarding. Uh, number four, my keynotes have gone virtual. So I've got now two studios here in my home office. We've got a studio partner about 12 minutes away from my house to really mimic a, a larger, uh, more highly produced keynote stage for the clients that want the Cadillac, if you will. But I've, I've taken my entire keynote speaking business virtual and it was intense, but it's been so awesome. And even though it's not the same as being on a stage, doing live improv, in room with you feeling that energy. It's allowed me to stay on stage safely while working on my craft and doing what I love because I love speaking. It's my fave, fave, fave. Um, so we've, we've pivoted there and we did it fast and we're doing it well. Number five, I have now had the time to affiliate with some companies I'm obsessed with. So I've got partnerships with companies like Soul CBD. I'm obsessed with high grade, high quality CBD for my anxiety and to manage my mental health. Uh, so Soul CBD and I have partnered. I love Teamy Blends, their collagen, their greens, uh, their organic products uh, are are a ritual in my life. So we're are we're we're partnering, and I'm an affiliate with them, and I'm working with an improv training 
cleaning company, uh, a company called Improve It, and uh, that affiliate is coming soon, and they do virtual improv trainings, and I'm obsessed with them. So I've been able to really build some relationships and find some affiliates that not only work for me, uh, affiliates that I not only believe in, but companies that I am obsessed with and companies I love talking about and companies I use myself every single day. So that's been a cool new revenue stream into the business. That's been a lot of fun. Number six, we launched a Fear Boss merchandise store. I mean, y'all wanted stickers and swag and t-shirts and more stickers. We even got like Fear Boss fanny packs, all the things. So we launched a store and it's been so cool to learn about like Shopify and how to sell merchandise and what that looks like and how to scale it. And it's been so much fun. And I'm, I'm so I've become so obsessed with it, to be honest. Uh, We have a big goal for next year as we take the brand a little bit of a different direction. So stay tuned. The store will be changing as things continue to evolve in the brand. But yo, we, we looked at an opportunity. We saw a need. We realized this is something you were asking for. So We did the work and we set it up. And now we have a store that generates revenues every month, which is awesome. Number seven, the planner. Oh my God, this has been the Vibe and Thrive Planner. This has been a dream project for me. And I have never had the time to bring this to market uh, because it's no joke to design a planner. You cannot bullshit your way through a planner. You cannot slap a planner together. There's uh, graphic designers and so many conversations between the publisher and the layout and 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 just oh my god all the research and the science that goes into what it takes to achieve goals and bring them to the finish line you can't just half ass a planner uh so it's happening and boom another tool for you and another revenue stream for us to keep the doors open so we're really geeked out about the planner the vibe and thrive planner uh by the time you're listening to this it's probably up for pre-sale or check our website show notes of the Vibe and Thrive Planner goes for sale on December 1st. But again, this is something that we've been able to do because we now have the bandwidth to make it happen. And then last but not least, the mastermind. I'm running and teaching a live mastermind, a four-week mastermind uh, to kick off the launch of the planner. Uh, I'll teach that mastermind for four weeks between Christmas and New Year's. It'll run through January to show you how to use the planner. And we'll run this private VIP mastermind three to four times a year as we onboard our Vibe and Thrive community into the Vibe and Thrive planning system. So there we have our 10th revenue stream. So look at that. We went from two to 10, which means we've introduced eight new revenue streams into the business. That makes us diversified as fuck, which leads me to the next huge point. You got to stack those dimes as an entrepreneur. You got to stack dimes. What does this mean? Okay. You are not going to walk into a casino and take all your money and put it on red, are you? Uh, Maybe you would, but that's a little bit crazy, right? A smart roulette player is going to diversify the board. Same when you play craps, right? You're going to diversify the board. You're going to put a little here. You're going to put a little there. That is what I call stacking dimes, having a diversified portfolio of services in your business so that if one gets taken out, you're not vulnerable is a really smart entrepreneurial move to be making. I mean, 10 months ago, 
I was vulnerable AF and we were always talking about it. What if something happened to me? What if I got sick? What not? What if I couldn't travel for a while? I mean, I would have been in big trouble, but now not so much because we've stacked those dimes. So pay yourself first diversify your business, save before you spend, and always be planning for doomsday. It's not negative to think that that way. It, it's smart. So do you have rainy day money? Do you have a pandemic fund? Do you have a holy shit that just happened bank account, right? Uh, also, what about supplies? Do you have at least three months of supplies somewhere in your house in case shit goes down? It's fear that makes people panic when they are not prepared. So how do we avoid this? Get your ass prepared. This is why like the hurricane hits and there's no bread and everybody freaks out over the toilet paper, right? You have to be thinking about the worst case scenario. I am always thinking about that shit. Now, it's probably mainly because I have anxiety, <laughs> but the good thing about my anxiety is that it makes me prepared as fuck. So save money, have three months of supplies at your house, diversify your business, stack those dimes and get ready. Maybe, maybe the worst won't happen. God bless, bless up. I hope it does not. But if it does, and when it does, you will be ready. So get yourself ready, fear boss. Be ready. Okay, and last but not least, become obsessed with this question. How can I make this, this, the best thing that ever happened to me? How can you make what you're going through? A loss, a diagnosis, a failed relationship, a lost business deal, or a fucking pandemic, the best thing that ever happened to you. So I've got this great story uh, that sums up this perspective about you have a choice to make whatever's happening to you, shitty or not, the best thing that happened to you. So my best friend, Jody, I had her on the podcast a few episodes back and it was about loss. So you can find it as you search up in the show, but she lost her daughter. Olivia would have been 10 years old this year and she lost her two weeks after birth. And it was obviously a, a massive tragedy, right? And a few weeks after Olivia's uh, death, Jody was in uh, in her house and and literally crying in the closet right on the floor of the closet and so much pain and so much trauma and so much devastation and her husband walks into the closet and he just picks her up and hugs her and does the whole thing and he says listen we have a choice to make here we can either be the parents who lost olivia or we can be olivia's parents oh and that right there is what it's all about. Every day you wake up with a choice. You could either be a victim or you could be a badass, but you cannot be both simultaneously, right? They can't be uh, Olivia's parents and the parents who lost Olivia simu simultaneously. They can't sit. They have to, they have made a choice to honor her life by being Olivia's parents, right? Instead of wearing this badge of, oh, we've lost our first daughter. Poor, poor me, right? Of course, it's sad. And we, we talk about and honor Olivia 
all the time, every year, most days. But the moral of the story is, is, is that you have a choice. So this question, how can I make this the best thing that ever happened to me? It will take you from, from victim to badass quick as fuck. Why? Because you can't be grateful and pissed off at the same time. And you can't be a victim and a badass at the same time either. So I've become obsessed with this question of making this pandemic the best thing that's ever happened to me, which is totally fucking empowered me by the way. So listen, if you have joy to give, we need it now more than ever. And please hear me when I say this to you, your positivity does not discount that there is pain in this world. And your optimism does, does not deny that there are people out there that are suffering. But what it does do is set in motion a chain reaction of hope for others while keeping you in forward momentum, which is everything. So maybe it's a loss of someone you love in your life. You've got to keep moving forward. Maybe you are in recovery. You have to keep moving forward one day at a time. Maybe you've gotten a diagnosis. You have to keep moving forward. Maybe it's the loss of your industry, your career, your company, your job, your livelihood. You have to keep moving forward. Allow the yes and mindset to help you now. Lean into that mindset now because it's all about heightening and exploring and looking at your life through the lens of possibility versus loss. Is this easy? No. Is this tough? Yes. But are you tougher? Hell yes. Okay, Fear Boss. So I hope you loved this show as much as I loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM, and let me know what you think about this episode. Also, let me know what you're doing to survive and thrive, to vibe and thrive throughout all of this trauma that we're in right now. Listen, I love seeing your posts and reading your DMs, so keep them coming. And you can always send me an email at hello at judyholler.com to share your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. I am obsessed with you. This show is for you, so please talk to me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing with your buds. Thank you for reviewing. And until next week, keep saying yes and stay brave.